Okay, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight M's in my bank account. Yeah, in my bank account. Yeah, in my. Welcome back, everyone, to track six of the Music Vox. I'm Adam Westwood. I'm Callum Connor Jones. I'm Ben Dodd. Hi guys, how you doing? Hi. The music's still in my head, I'll be honest. I'm just bopping right now. <laughs> Callum is bopping. There's a reason 21's uh, our intro track today. Would you like to discuss what is happening in the world of 21 Savage? He's Callum. free. 21's free. Free my family. For now, he's been released on Bond. It's not confirmed what Bond it is. It could be property, it could be cash, it could be whatever. There's multiple different types of Bond in the US. Could be chains. <laughs> could be M's. He's got, he's got many in his James Bonds. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, British Who do you want well? to be the new James Bond? Twelve Savage, he's British. <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was going to say Idris Elba, but I mean, no. You've taken, you've, <laughs> taken, <laughs> you've taken the bacon, boys. It's 21. Double O, one, two, three, four. <laughs> um, no, so, free. yeah, a, 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 he should be able to stay in the US because he has US-born children, but it's ICE and... Uh, Fuck ICE. Um, What's Jen? ICE? It's a uh, the basically. It's their immigration. Cons- immigration. It's their immigration uh, service. They, basically, it seems like they're targeting. Basically, it I kind know. of um. It seems like they're placing. They're trying to like get this really high profile case to then sort of like take eyes away from what's actually happening. Oh, um, I read somewhere. I didn't yeah. couldn't quite get it confirmed, but I read somewhere that a um. Whilst all this twenty one savage was thing was happening, uh, I see it allegedly confirmed that there is no way that they can get the parents and the children that they separated back together. So it does kind of seem like this 21 Savage thing. Well, yeah, that's what the kind of thing they would do, isn't yeah. it? And a, um, it was really weird because it, like... Of course ba- there's a fucking way to get them back together, though. It's ridiculous. Of course there is. They're just racist. Well, <laughs> you're just putting a parent and a child together. It's I mean, not a difficult thing. Some, someone from ICE I saw today, it was like today or yesterday, said that a, um, they'd rather put uh, DUIs in jail uh, immigrants in like jail rather than you know going for bank fraud or whatever you know like white collar crime yeah. so a um, fuck ICE um, so basically allegedly 21 Savage is British he moved to the US when he was 7 and his visa never got updated so they basically tackled him but apart, but they didn't tackle him when he got arrested it's only now Four days after he criticised ICE on a song with J. Cole. <laughs> uh, yeah, so It's weird as well because his, his visa's been pending for like three years, was it now or something? Something like that. Like he's, he's had, he's, he put through all the right things for a visa to go through and they didn't confirm it. So it's their fault and they've arrested someone for them not doing their own work. Basically. But that's ICE. That's the system for us. I think if you work for ICE, you are inherently racist. <laughs> you have to be inherently it, racist. Probably under the new administration, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The Trump administration's changed a lot of things, hasn't it? Like, yeah. Even if you like the guy, you, kinda, you can't deny that there's a lot changing with the border. And if you like the guy, why? <laughs> yeah, from someone looking from the outside in, there's no reason to like the guy. We're all looking at, like, our country's fucking burning at the moment. I hope he doesn't one. get deposed, though, because Mike Pence... Is not oh. Mike, well, Mike Pence is worse. Yeah, and he's I, not stupid that, either. No, that that that's. I think I don't even think it's Trump that's doing anything. I think it's Mike Pence that's pulling the, the strings. I'm. I'd rather the. I don't know. This is once again not a music topic, but um. <laughs> yeah, I just realised we've completely gone to politics. Welcome to the politics vox. <laughs> so, yeah. now, uh, you'd rather keep Trump in power for another two years and then get someone new and altogether than than get Pence running for prime minister. Pence is fucking awful. 
Because Pence, Pence knows all the ins and outs of the laws. Trump doesn't know shit on that. Every so president gonna, that has gone for a second term has always won it. So if Trump goes for a second term... In modern history, there's never been as, like, talked down upon president. Like, in, in like, the last 20 years. Are we forgetting Bush existed? True. Yeah, but that's where Bush, I swear Bush was hated at the beginning of his, like, after he got elected for the second time. Like, everyone liked him going into it, and then the second, and then... Everyone liked him. And then and he... Then he... Well, he not everyone, f- but, like, people, like, obviously Democrats hated him. But then, like... He's a, he's a, he was a fucking There's idiot, never basically. been the divide between left and right that there is now. It's that, like, that's the thing. The left are more divided than the right. I mean, between like the left hate the right, and there's oh, no yeah, like bipartisan the two. Is, does, just doesn't exist anymore. Like, and like, it's at a high. But I think we should probably polarized. get back to music. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll try get. Sorry, we'll we'll get back onto music. Well, I think if anything, we're going to talk about that's not music related ever. This actually is relatable because it's yeah, from Twenty One Savage. <laughs> Start I got from Twenty One Savage to Trump. But a um, it was bound to happen. I, I sort of knew in my head when I wrote this topic I mean, down. It was going to Trump's happen. mom isn't an immigrant herself. Yeah, she's his from Scotland. So his wife. Guys. His wife's an immigrant. Wife's an immigrant. Ex-wives are immigrants. Spilling some tea on the table now, aren't we? No, don't. There's, there's electricals everywhere. I, I am please. drinking a cup of tea. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so if you don't know what's happened with Twenty One Savage, you realise we actually didn't explain it. <laughs> Basically, it's found out he's British, a um, and I see just targeted him. I find it weird that they never actually said where he's from. Never. No. They never just said he's. They just said he's from the UK. They didn't say like, oh yeah, he was. He was Maybe from. he's Irish. Yo. Maybe he's from Shit. the Scottish Savage. Hebrides. <laughs> <laughs> the Hebrides. My name is Tony on Savage. My mom's from the Hebrides. Shout out Callum's mum. <laughs> <laughs> the woman that <laughs> She taught Twenty One Savage everything he knows. Um, that's the <laughs> real br- <laughs> uh, that's on the, the ground. Uh, um, I'll give you some specific examples now of what's going on in his childhood from Callum's <laughs> mum. Get on uh, the phone. A, uh, yeah, Helen. A, uh, nah. But um, so... The thing is with the 21 Savage thing is us being British, we find the fact that he's British really fucking funny because it is. But the idea of being deported and being detained and locked up, that's that's the shit that's not funny, which yeah. is kind of like the fine line. Is that trying to decipher that? And that's what the Demi Lovato thing was kind of... Remember that? Did you see this, Carl? Did you see this bench? I saw... Because I'm not on Twitter, but I saw... She, she was like, I really like the 21 Savage memes. And then everyone... Set yeah. a heroin meme. So there was, yeah. So everyone basically it was fucking harsh, but it was also kind of like it was pretty it was funny. Really, yeah, it was really, it was really the 50 because it was like, well, I saw Demi Lovato's point of view because the memes that she retweeted or she shared around were the ones that were just like, um, they weren't malicious. No, they, they? weren't, they weren't ones, malicious, and they were ones that the people that uh, basically ripped into it were the same people that were making the memes. Mm. That was yeah, that was my issue with it. Like people that were that were saying. People that were like creating all the stuff where it was like they were creating the memes, but then created heroin memes against her because she liked their memes. So, but it, it was like, it's like you know, you ever been in a group and they're all absolutely ripping into each other? Yeah. And then one guy laughs and you turn to him and you go, Oh, I know you ain't laughing. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was just basically Twitter got more heated than Demi Lovato's spoon. <laughs> it was wow. <laughs> I'm actually gobsmacked right now. The quality content you only oh, get the quality the content now. But a, um, I think it's because she got a lot of support when she a uh, OD'd on heroin when she was suffering 
through her addiction. And I think 21 Savage did send her support. Yeah. So for Demi Lovato to then go back and start... It is very not... Like, the issue isn't funny that she's yeah. addicted, well, but the, the memes is, were... I saw... I was almost, like, laughing at all of the memes that were around to start with. And then there was a video that Sean C made. I, I watched that. that yeah. I haven't seen it. So basically, he, like, discussed how actually this is a really serious issue. And, like, yes, it's funny that he may be from the UK in terms of, like, oh, that all these memes are funny. Like, those people have, like, those people with beef eaters and people made him into a beef eater and then people, like, put him with the queen or put the queen's head or, like, hair on him. And so, like, <laughs> those really dumb ones that you could laugh at, but then it was, like, a guy might actually be deported away from his children. Yeah, like, that, that's like, the shit that's not funny. But then as well, people were, like, people then started talking about how he's a fake rapper now and he, was just, he just said he's from Atlanta for clout. Yeah, that I like, never agreed with that. He's been in. He's he's been. If he was there when he was like, seven, yeah, he moved when he was yeah. seven. He grew up in and Atlanta. No one, no one would say that uh, like Schoolboy Q is not from Compton because he was born in Germany. He's born in Germany. J Cole was born in Germany. Tupac wasn't even from the West Side. He was born in Harlem, New York. Made in the Royal Navy. <laughs> Stop that. Stop yeah. that. <laughs> I was re- I was born in Carlisle. I was made in the Royal Navy. Stop that. <laughs> yeah, like it. So like it's just stupid, and fuck the whole, ICE. It, the whole issue is stupid. Fuck ICE. Fuck ICE. Fuck ICE. Oh, with that said, with that, with that said, I think we should move. I think on. that's the quickest we've ever closed up a topic. <laughs> Under ten minutes from an wow. intro and a, and a discussion. What the hell is going on? And we had a few tangents as well. That was a hefty few. Uh, next, I want to talk about everyone's most underrated artist right now. So I basically. Um, at the beginning of the uni year, so I'm doing journalism, so it's Ben, and we got asked to do a radio project where you had to go out with a microphone and ask one question, whatever you wanted. And me and Ben sort of picked the exact same question, which is how we became really good friends. And both of us wanted to know like, if you could listen um, to one person. Uh, it, so if you could listen to one person, like, what would it be, or one album and things like that, which relates on to later on. But then I heard loads of people give out really random names I'd never heard. Mm. So there's loads of people that are giving out artists that I've not really talked to, I've not really spoken about much, or not really listened to a lot. I was wondering how you're going to tie this in. There was a, there was a link. <laughs> there's two links. This was it. Sort of. You'll hear that later. There's like, another link. He skipped topic, but no. No, there's another link. Stop giving away my my plans, mate. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Thank you. Um, no, there's lots. Of, there's loads of names that I hadn't heard that were like around right now or have been around that I've just sort of missed. Mm. Um, and it got me thinking: who's like your fa- who's everyone's favorite artist that they think should be more publicized, should be seen more in the public eye? Um, who deserves more attention than they are currently getting? And I want to start. This I off. think that's the key bit: is who deserves more attention? Because I, um, I should. I will let you do your artist first. Okay. You sound like you had something to say there. That's yeah. Right. What were you gonna say? Go for no, it. I was just gonna say it, the thing about who we believe should be heard m- more than the audio, rather than people should like them more. Is is, yeah. the, is the key thing because like obviously Denzel Curry is on my list mm. and the people who do listen to him always really really like him but I feel like not enough people so that's the thing. know so I was, of him I was going to put Denzel on my list originally because he's one of those names where I just sort of like I was like I'll listen to his album later and then pushed it aside for an entire year and didn't really talk about it much but I'm not going to put him on because I think a lot of people at least know who he is from, from Ultimate because obviously that song is everywhere when it became a massive meme. I am the one, the one. Yeah. Is that Denzel Curry? Yeah. Oh, I so, know. So I have heard knows, song. Everyone like, knows his name because <laughs> of that. So like, you, like, yeah, you know a Denzel Curry song, even though you don't know it exactly. But I'm going to say the artist that Callum's going to cry about, uh, I think Flatbush Zombies are. Yes. Thank you. After about... Oh, thank after, fuck. He finally listened. 
over six weeks of me being <laughs> vacation in hell <laughs> over six weeks of me being begged to listen to vacation in hell i finally did it went from taboo to vacation in hell finally did it won't stop playing on else. my phone now yeah it's been playing See? for the last three or four weeks like three weeks pretty much straight i am his music dealer yes <laughs> who needs drugs when you've got music in your veins <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> yes um, no, but so like I didn't even know who Flatbush were before uh, Callum put me onto them. Even though now I'm now I'm realizing that they've been everywhere, and like I've even heard some of their I've heard some of their stuff before because they're heavily yeah. they're quite they're featured on um, on All American Badass by Joey Badass. Uh, one of them was Michi Darko. Yeah, Michi, was on. yeah. So was like I knew Michi, but I yeah. didn't know exactly who he was. Um, and that's the thing. So I think there's artists like that who are. I'd say put out one of the best albums last year in terms oh, yeah. of rap and hip hop. Like Vacation Hell was a phenomenal album. Like only listening to it for about two or three weeks, I still think it's one of the best projects yeah, from I last mean, year. It's on my top twenty albums. One of their songs is in my top ten songs. And I'm gonna um That'll be the outro song. I'll start <laughs> to sell you that. You're taking my lines again. It's oh, supposed sorry. to be my show I'm hosting. <laughs> You've got next week. Wait your turn. You're right, you're right. I'll just I'll just zip it. Zip it, sir. No, um, no, I think I think that's the thing. I think I wanted to talk about underrated artists in terms of people that you should know about and should be seen on the like should be played on the radio, should be headlining like festivals, but just aren't. And I feel like Flatbush are insanely good, and I'm currently about to start delving into their entire discography. Yeah, I mean they released an album called Three Thousand and One: A Laced Odyssey, which is <laughs> great. Probably one of my what? favorite names for an yeah. album, and probably got one of my favorite album covers. Uh, but okay. it's fucking sick that's a great album then their mixtapes I think it's Better Off Dead and Day of the Dead they've got D-Rugs they've got songs like Thug Waffle and all that which are great like their old old stuff like when Michi's dreads were shorter <laughs> that's, what, that's what I mean I think there's like artists like this have got so they've got so many songs out they've got a couple of pro- they've got several projects out but they're only now just starting to reach a little bit of mainstream. Yeah, like Denzel Curry. But still nowhere near as much as someone, even like Denzel, like Denzel's way bigger than they are when they should be like, he, I feel like the fact that Blueface, Blueface had the number one song in America last week with Thotiana. Thotiana. Oh shit, wait, yeah. Yeah. Blueface. <laughs> Blueface. Had we the we need one. to talk to talk about him. Talk to him. Get him on the phone. Talk to him. Just get, get, get him, him in the guess. studio. Um, no, like things like songs like that are number one in the, in the morning in the world right now, um, and people are always like, "Oh, rap, rap's so stupid, rap's changing." But then you listen to to songs like like Tatiana from Blueface, and you're not surprised. The man's got a Shakespeare tattoo on his face. I've I've got a, I've got a confession to make. Oh God! I think I think Blueface has a lot of potential. Get out of the studio. I, I think Blueface has a lot. Of no, potential. I've never heard of Blueface. So. Look, don't look into him. Basically, Please. right. He raps off beat. The idea is the, the idea is he rap, he does rap off beat. We have to say, but the reason for it is because of his voice. He vo- he has a voice crack mm. that he can't, can't really control. <laughs> it happens a lot. But one of his voice cracks, his uh, cadence and his flow changes. This but way he's he not be a rapper. Of it. He shouldn't be a rapper. But, to... but here's the thing: if a DJ gives him a beat, or a producer gives him a beat, and he raps on it. And you know he has his little voice cracks, yeah. and then the DJ takes away that beat and puts in a new one that matches his voice cracks. Yeah, I think it would be a lot better. <laughs> yeah, it would be, but that's you. Like, if you can't just rap to any song or any beat, 
are you a good rapper? I'm not saying he's a good rapper, but I'm saying he has no, potential. Like, if, you're having, <laughs> if you're having to make a beat specifically matched to your voice, no, and match, I think uh, that they, sounds kind of cool. Yeah, though. but I um, think that's no, cool. but a lot that of rappers, idea does sound quite interesting. Yeah. But a lot but, of rappers have beats that match them. Like Nas couldn't rap over an Eminem beat. Eminem couldn't rap over a Jay Z beat. They all have beats that are specific. If you listen to I Illmatic. Don't know about that. Listen to the real Slim Shady. That shit sounds like a video game fucking yeah. instrumental. Could you imagine Nas rapping over that? Nas is a video game instrumental. <laughs> Tony this. Hawk Underground 1. <laughs> Stop that. Stop the world that. is yours is on that. <laughs> Whose world is this? The world is yours. I'm just lit banging that while riding through New Jersey but. like a boy. <laughs> Eric Sparrow on my back. Like, what are you doing, mate? Trying to take over my career. No, but like, rappers do have specific styles of beats. Yeah, they, can they have rap, specific they styles, over but that's just based on where they're from, the sort of background they've got. Like, yeah, New like New York has a specific style, which is what Nas' style is. Like, you if you if I'd say like oh early New York hip hop, you'd know exactly what I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, you, you'd of. go for the boom bap, but then you wouldn't be like oh yeah that blue face. Like he's not got a theme. He, he, he's, he's just he's not he's, he's using not. generic beats that are like very. Uh, he's using generic beats and backing tracks that are very like beat heavy and like you can easily dance to. And then just slurring over them. Yeah. Like, I, I could, I, you, us three, as a collective, could make a better track. People say that about, they said that about mumble rap when it came out, though. So maybe it's I still a new, agree. new wave. Well, it is going to be a new wave. Because mumble rap's sort of going away a bit now. Yeah. Maybe everyone will be offbeat and off key. And you'll look at it. When people listen no. to this podcast in a year, they'll be like, that Adam Westwood, fucking out of touch. I might be <laughs> fucking old head. I might be. I feel like I'm gonna become an old head because oh, I, I just <laughs> like mumble rap annoys me. I like rappers where you could like their diction is right and you can hear what they're saying without having to like. Just say that Twenty One Savages that album bopped. <laughs> no, I say I like usually. Like I didn't. Also, you can understand what Twenty One Savage says. Sometimes I can understand him a lot better than I can understand, oh, understand yeah. Blueface. Oh yeah, I can understand him better than I can understand Future. Oh, Future's oh, future. shit. Oh, mate, that still gets me angry. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, we've gone way off topic here. Yeah, we've got to Blueface. But from, no, like, I flatbush to Blueface. Yeah, well, understandable. But then my point was, there's an artist like him who's lyrical, in terms of rap, just rap me, like, only talking of rap as a genre. There's people like him who are rising to the top of the game because of their beats. Mm. Like, you could, if you just had them do it just just their voice and only had them rapping over it, like over nothing Flatbush would be one of the best you wouldn't want to listen to if it was the you night. wouldn't want to listen to Blueface without but a from track. my perspective that Blueface sounds interesting no you know what let's take a quick break and we'll put on a bit of Blueface for everyone to hear and then we can talk back and we can see what you all think about Blueface <laughs> Mama always told me I was gonna break hearts. I guess her fault. Stupid, don't be mad at me. Don't be mad at me. I wanna see you buzz down. Buzz down. Ben, that shit over on the What do you think, Ben? That was utter wank. It was <laughs> so bad. It's not what I expected. I thought the way you were talking about it, I thought it was gonna be like experimental. Like, oh no, no, not experimental. <laughs> I thought guys, you meant it was gonna be just trash. Like in a new time signature. No, like, he's still like a commercial rapper. It was shit. But like, yeah. he just doesn't rap on the beat. Like, the way that you should normally rap yeah. on a beat. But I thought rap. you meant he did that as like a feature. No, but no, no. no. Like he, he just he can't did, rap. He just can't rap on beat. Then why is but he a rapper? That, that's what I want. <laughs> He's not a good rapper. 
When is, I say potential, I mean potential to be more than just a meme. Because like with Tatiana, they clip like it doesn't have the voice cracks. It was probably his worst song, and that's saying something considering a lot of them are shit. But like um, respect my cripping and bleed it and shit. They're like much more obvious. One minute. No, I'm not sneezing. Oh, Mama didn't raise no bitch. Ooh. I, um, but he, like, it's something <laughs> some about, he's just entertaining. <laughs> I think is the thing. I mean, if I it was on at a party, if that song came on at a party and I was drunk, I'd probably yeah. dance to it. Yeah. But that is but I think, all I can say. I don't, if you have to be drunk to enjoy music, I don't think that is good music. Yeah. No, I'm it's not, not saying it's good, good music. music. I'm saying it's utter I'm trash. Saying he, he it's has trash. potential. If, if the DJs replace the beats to match his voice cracks, then he has probably a bit more potential than he does. I'm just shaking. I my disagree. Head After that, I disagree with you. <laughs> Thank you. You were so excited as well. You were like, yeah. oh, this I, feel like I was literally about wrong. to say that might be more interesting than Flatbush Zombies. This I... sounds interesting. Oh, I better fight you. Shit. Well, moving on from Flatbush, who should be in the position yeah, that no, Blueface like, has. I agree but... that a lot more rappers should. Lyrical rap should be what's on top, but it's not. Well, the reason it's not is because it's just not got, it's usually not got as good of a beat behind it. Like, people just want to listen to music they can dance to on, like, the stereotypical, like, music that sells is just music you can dance to. Yeah. And that, you could easily dance to it, but it doesn't make it, doesn't mean it's good. That's why I'm not a fan of a lot of current pop music, because a lot of it's not trying hard. It's just, like, using, it's using, like, a, like, especially British pop now that's, like, hitting the number one. It's, like, a lot of copycats. It's a very, um, it is very much copycatted. It's like you'll hear an easy like dance, uh, like a back, like a normal like, EDM or dance sort of beat that just goes over in a loop. Even like up. Coldplay or yeah. fucking Maroon Five it builds up to the chorus that has trash. that beat drop. The drop, the beat will drop. There'll be no singing for the chorus, and there'll be another generic verse again. Yeah, but this is what I was saying, like in the first couple of episodes, is that like um, I remember saying we were talking about how popular rap is now, and I remember saying I think that rap's going to be under decline in terms of quality. And judging dis- by that you're yeah. right and you disagreed by saying that no because it's in the limelight so much that it's going to improve and it's going to give these artists more attention I think it, I think it can do both I think like while Blueface is in the limelight yes it won't but then also then it create while lyrical rap won't die but it just means it won't get it just needs to put in it's frustrating because it's the most popular genre but the thing that rap was built on isn't the most popular thing in music it's like, it, it just feels like it's wearing a mask and it's now popular, but popular for the wrong reasons. That's what they should do. What? Mask off. But even that, it's like, a, um, that wasn't a good song until Kendrick hopped on it. No, I agree. No, no I like mask no, off. Actually, no, I don't agree. Really? You think mask... For what it was, was, it was good, mate. No, in, terms of, in terms of that type of rap, if it was that, that, that that's like the rap. height. No, but I'm talking about rap. It's got a and good hook. It wasn't a good rap song until Kendrick. No, but it's got, got on it. it's got a good. Hook. I don't think it's trying to be a good rap song though. It's just trying to be a that catchy. Guy out, that guy put song. out two albums in two weeks. That guy was not trying to put out good music. He was trying to put out. He was trying to put out songs that would sell. Has Future ever tried to put out good music? Once again, I'll refer you to King's Dead. Laddy daddy, <laughs> slob on me now. <laughs> apparently he didn't even do that seriously apparently he just stuck that on the end and apparently just threw it in brilliant <laughs> I love it um, but again it, I, I'd say it wasn't a good song until you, even you said a, um, the hook but that just ties into the beat and people wanting something they can dance to 
I think you're looking for lyrical stuff where it's not intended, maybe. I actually, I think I agree with you. That's but it's rap. <laughs> but it's there's different pop. kinds, aren't yeah, there? Yeah, there's, there's multiple different genres, but that's what we're saying, is that the one, the thing that it's built on, which is lyrical rap, isn't the most popular thing. I, people probably just have different preferences mm. as to which kind they like. People just want brain dead music. Wow. Outrageous. Who do you think is under? <laughs> Who do Getting I back think on is topic? Underrated. Blueface. Blueface My. is underrated. Now. He can't be underrated because he's the number one selling artist in America. No, he's right underrated, now. mate. That's underrated. Fair, underrated by you. <laughs> You've not got a high enough IQ to understand the <laughs> He invented rap. I'm sure. <laughs> he invented jazz. I'm not <laughs> sure. Um, did he? Did he uh, birth Mozart? I think he taught him everything he knows. Oh, yeah. What guy? Fair play to him. They put statues of him in Greece next to Plato when they uh, <laughs> knocked down the statue of Zeus yeah. and replaced it with Blueface. He is one of the founding fathers of America. Well, there's, they added two new faces because they had to add his face in, but then the uh, the Shakespeare yeah, tattoo was, was so big say, they put a like, mini head on it. <laughs> is that what they do if they're like if <laughs> Mount 20, Rushmore had when like when twenty one gets his they can have like mumble a rappers. sword. They have to like dig in, in like the face tattoos. Oh, but anyway, who I think is underrated. I mean, we've talked about Denzel Curry enough. I think Denzel Curry should be. A lot more people should be aware of who Denzel Curry is. I remember sharing like a live performance of his, like I read the live performance of his on Twitter. Which Twitter account was it? it? Mine. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Not, should have been the music, been the music at the music box. Well, I was really excited because it looked sick, and I was sad that I wasn't able to go. And my mate liked it, and I was like, "Oh, yes, and Denzel Curry." And she was like, "Who?" Hmm. Like, fucking idiot. That, that's the one that said a um, actually I shouldn't have expected anything that's the one that said Britney's more iconic than the Beatles oh that that lovely one. girl <laughs> but uh, the next one is IDK never you heard don't of know <laughs> that, that's the thing you guys don't know about I don't know about um, wait who IDK that, that's his rap name <laughs> um, he's that's just, that mic's getting higher and higher I know the mic's slipping it's fine, just hold I'm the slipping. boy. I'm falling. I can't get up. Um, he's Technical issues a rapper. The music box. He's actually good friends with a um, Denzel Curry. Very local, very good rapper. He released, I think, like a little project last year called <laughs> IDK and Friends, which was just him and featuring with, like a bunch of people. There's a Denzel Curry feature called a um, Once Upon a Time Freestyle, where they didn't write a single word of it. They just off the top of the head, and it was sick. He's also got another song. Uh, that that's one that I um will pro- I'll probably get you to listen to if you want to get into IDK. Is No Wave featuring Denzel Curry. That is on repeat constantly. It's a bop. Uh, the next one is I introduced his both to him. Saba. Mm, I feel like deserves I a lot him. more recognition. Yeah. And you all know why. He's listening to Care for Me. His concepts and his storytelling is amazing. Like uh, his stuff in. Prom King, where he's talking about AM, his cousin getting stabbed, and it's all building up. And then the next song is about his cousin going to heaven mm. from the perspective of his cousin, which is just amazing that he was able to do that in, in a song. Uh, next, uh, the last, actually, no, next one is No Name. Uh, you listen to No Name. Mm-hmm. I have indeed. You listen to No Name? No. I think you really like No Name. She's got a very minimalistic approach to her songs. Room 25 is 
an amazing album that came out last year. There's actually a feature on it, a Saba feature on it. It's probably the best song on the album. And the last one that I'm going to talk about is underrated is a rapper called Smino. Who is Smino? Let us know. (laughs) And uh, he's a rapper. He released an album last year called Noir that a mate of mine actually introduced me to because I was looking for new music. Mm -hmm. And it was a great album. It's really quirky, kind of, not not in like a disrespectful way, but like, it's really, really interesting. Probably my favourite song on there is one called Tequila Mockingbird. (laughs) 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 So um, that can actually be your homework for this week is a uh, Smino Noir. Okay. Since we're all recommending each other shit, which is a new thing. Who do you think deserves more recognition, Ben? Um... Well, I was struggling to decide, so I've got two. The first one is Modern Baseball, who I've spoke a bit about before. They're on hiatus at the moment, because one of them's... Oh, uh, you mentioning them, yeah. Yeah, they, they mix some kind of emo lyrics, like just sad boy hours, with kind of good indie rock production. Um, but they just, they seem really authentic, and I, I just really like them. And I, I hope that... Brendan Lukens gets better again and they can reform. And the other one is, they're called Sleepy Dog. I found one of the guys on YouTube, he does like math rock guitar tutorials. And you know what math rock is. You might need to explain it again. I it's like it in the past. You, um, it, you play most of it in a normal like 4-4 four, four or 3-4 three, time signature. But then for certain parts, they, they start tapping up the fretboard and it changes it the dynamic of the song midway through. And you can get some really cool riffs from it. Um, then, yeah, it, he's got a full band stuff going as of either this year or last year on Spotify. And he's got some really cool tracks and like oh, nice sick. production and stuff. They sound like your bands always have the best names, by the way. <laughs> they really do. Dope Lemons, Sleepy Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I've just thought of two new, two other artists. I'm surprised that there's one that I'm surprised that we didn't mention straight Who away. Did we not mention JPEG Mafia. Oh, that's interesting. I would say he's underrated. Is that the I want Morrissey to I, I, fucking I, I, die? I, can't, I cannot fucking wait till Morrissey dies. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, he's very, very experimental. He actually a um. He was actually part of the army at one point. It was stationed in Japan and all of that. Oh, really? Yeah. That's why he's a, I'm pretty sure that's why his latest album was called Veteran. <laughs> well, then all his merch, loads of it went to, um, loads of the merch went to, I think it was 20% of the profit went to um, veteran charities. Yeah. I think. So I'm guessing that that is why that that's why. happened. Yeah. Yeah, he's very experimental. I think you might like him actually. I'll try him out. Because he's not the kind of jazz rap. He's very more, much more upbeat. But it, it's, He's great. I, um, actually, I, I'm pretty sure I played one of his songs for you before. It was a um, like a couple of weeks ago. Remember the one, the uh, old Dirty Bastard thing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Where they use the sample as the beat. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. That's him. And the other one is Zilla Kami, you know, from Vengeance. I do know. Uh, he's got a group called City Morgue, and they released... It's, ba- it's basically thrash rap. <laughs> it's just heavy metal rap yeah and I don't like screamo but it works in the rap instance and it is amazing it genuinely gets me pumped 
So yeah, that, that, the, <laughs> the next two that I just thought Came to of. the top of your head yeah. and you needed to get them out. See, I, I forgot to tell you guys about something, but something big happened the other night. The Grammys happened the other night. Oh yeah. So I, yeah, want to talk I thought about, it was a Monday night. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, this man told me that it was Monday night. So I went to bed early and Gabriel was like, oh my God, the Grammys are on. And I'm sat in bed, like all tucked up at about, about one o'clock. And I'm like, wait, what? But you said you were going to bed early. Well, yeah, but this is me. Oh, that's true. Um, but no, I was sat in bed and then realised the Grammys were on. So Callum had lied to me. Oh. I thought it was a Monday night. I went to it was a Monday night and it was Sunday. Silly, silly boy. All right, so. Mon- I wanna- probably Monday night if you're Australian. No, it'd be Monday afternoon if you're Australian. I don't fucking know time zones. I'm not Australian. They're, they're 12 hours ahead of us. I don't fucking know that. Why would I know that? Because I do. I only know, <laughs> saying that, I only know time zones because of wrestling. Because I, I mean, because all the all the events <laughs> what Australian okay. wrestlers no, are you watching? Because <laughs> all of all of the wrestling events happen in America, so they happen like seven or eight o'clock at night there, which is midnight or one o'clock in the morning for us. And they had an event in Australia last year, oh. so they did a big event in Australia and it kicked off for us. I think at like ten in the morning or something like that. Oh, sick. Um, anyway, back on topic again with you. Um, <laughs> Album of the Year, Casey Musgraves won it with Golden Hour. Has, have any of us heard it? I haven't heard yes. it. Yes. I told you. The hell? Casey Musgraves, Golden Hour, the country album. Country oh, album shit. Calvin. Is that yeah. the one you're on about? That, that's the one. It's a sick album. I'm glad she won it. <laughs> oh, okay. See, that was what I was going to say, because I was thinking, if anyone knows the country album, it'd be this boy over here, good old Ben. <laughs> ben Dodd. Ben Doddy. Benjamin Dodd. Benjamin Doddington would have known it. <laughs> But no, if it if you recommend it, it's it a must good be album. Yeah, really I still it. need to listen to that. <laughs> uh, we then had record of the year, which we all wanted to win, which was this is America won. And it actually won. record of the year. Does that include music video? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, there's record of the year and then song of the year. I don't get the difference between them. But record, if record of the year includes music video. I don't think so. a song of the year is just a song. And but it's term- weird because it's weird because Rockstar was nominated for that. Uh, Rockstar was. Uh, and I like it was, but then they weren't nominated for Song of the Year, but everything else is the same. Very uh, odd. Very, uh, very odd. In terms of Song of the Year, I don't think, I don't think well. This Is America deserved it. What do you think did deserve it? Out of them. What won? Uh, this Is America won. It was up against All of the Stars by Kendrick and Scissor, Buddha by Ella May. Ella May? Ella May, I That assume. was a big song in the, um, in the God's the Plan year. by Drake, In My Blood, John Mendez. The Joke by Brandy Carlisle, uh, The Middle, Zed, Ma- uh, Marin Morrison Gray, and then Shallow, Lady Gaga, and Bradley Cooper. But in terms of mm. a song, This Is America isn't that good of a song. I, it's mainly it's mainly mm. highlighted by the music video, if you think about it. Mm. Yeah. It, it, it wouldn't be good without the music video. It'd be great. With, it'd be good without the music video. It'd be good, but it wouldn't, have the, with the video. it wouldn't have the impact and the cultural Honestly, impact, which is why I think it won it. This, as silly as this says, as silly as this is going to sound, I think God's plan deserved it. I was going to say God's plan or booed up. Why Why do you think God's plan deserved it? It's like the biggest song of the year. God's if you're plan going for song of the year, then... God's Does plan? it mean the best song? It well, here's the thing. It just means we like to think year. it means best song, but the Grammys always go for what's popular. Right. That's the Grammys go for the popular vote, which is why. Which is why it was, but like it, it would be kind of. I think they were worried that it would get backlash if This Is America didn't, because it had a massive impact. But it had a massive impact because of the music video. Yeah. Which is why I think record of the year, yes. Music video of the year, yes. Song of the year, maybe not. Hmm. 
Uh, we then had Best New Artist, which Dua Lipa won. I'm not surprised. Beating Georgia Smith, Bella Rexa, her, Greta Van Fleet. Oh, I fucking hate Greta Did you Van hear that? Do you know who won Best Rock Album? Well, it was probably Greta Van Fleet. Greta Van Fleet. Well, well, they're just lowest common denominator. Was it Best Rock Was it best rock Album? Yeah, they won Best it's Rock Album from, from the Fires. Yeah. Uh, That's not the one that Fantano oh, didn't give it not good to, is it? What's the new one? The new one's. I thought it was from the fires. Is the first mixtape I oh, think. That, one, that one's one. Because I liked it when, or I I heard it and I was like, oh yeah, this is that Led Zeppelin. I like this. And I was like, oh no, it's not. So, uh, best pop solo performance went to Lady Gaga for Joanne, which is the one that's uh in that film. <laughs> My thought just went, isn't that a fucking Dolly Parton song? <laughs> that's, jo- that's Jolene. Genuinely, no, I, thought the, I thought the same thing. You're not alone. Um, so they, that, uh, they also won Best Pop Duo Group Song for Shallow, which is the one that's just everywhere. Uh, Ariana Grande won for Best Pop Vocal Album. I think With she... Thank You Next. No, this oh, was for Sweetener. Sweetener. So oh. the, one that, the one that came out before, so the one that came out like three months ago. Okay. That one. I'm not surprised. The only other one, there was only two other things I think could have beat it, and that was Reputation by Taylor Swift, which is a bop. I, I, I bop didn't realise she released. Did you realise she released an album? I didn't. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Yeah. Is that the one where she went for Katy Perry, or is that? Yeah, yeah, she went for Kanye. And she went for Katy. Oh, Perry. that. Oh, that one. Oh God, I forgot that was released. It's ancient, and it's yeah. It came out because well, no, the way the Grammys work, it came out last year. Last year, twenty eighteen. Last year, twenty seventeen. I think it came out very late, twenty seventeen. So it does count for last year. Hmm. Yeah, they do it really weird. Um, best dance recording. Uh, I was really mad about that. I just wanted to talk about this. Just okay. because Disclosure lost. Disclosure had put out a really great uh, track. I'm not going to try and say the woman's name, but basically Disclosure put out, um, they put out their album um, and then they went away for a bit and they went traveling. Like they went to tour a little bit, but then as soon as the tour was done, they went traveling, trying to find new music and new things they could oh, sample and stuff. That's cool. And I think the um, the woman that they found, her name's uh, Fatuma Duara. I can pronounce it. I think she's from Zambia, um, and they she sung the, she sung the entire song because Disclosure just produces, and it's a really good song, um, but it didn't win. It was nominated, but it didn't win. So I'm just mad because they deserve to win. It's the best. I've never even heard of uh, the. I've, I don't think I've heard the song Electricity, uh, Electricity Silk City, Diplo. That was deep. Uh, it was Dua Lipa. No, the song's called Electricity, and it was by Silk City and Dua Lipa with Diplo and Mark Ronson. Oh no, I'm thinking of something else. Never mind. I'm mad. Uh, I'm mad. Um, Greta Van Fleet didn't win best rock performance though. Yeah, did, did you see what they did on SNL? They no. were so bad on SNL. Fantano did the video on it. Oh, they were. Lord. The singer was off key. The guitarist kept fucking up. Uh, I think the only person who managed to keep in time was the bloody drummer, and the rest of them were an absolute shambles. That woman's from Mali. Uh, shall I say I got my things wrong she's she's from Mali she's now living in Greece Greece? in France I can't oh, read that was it sorry I was thinking when of the uh, diplomats the rap group oh. Cameron's group when they uh, I saw Diplo I don't know why you weird I was like what? there's still a thing <laughs> you weird they were great um, anyway carry on best R&B performance was won by her and Daniel Caesar for best part oh, I love that good. song Don't have you good. listened to Daniel Caesar? yeah he's really good isn't he? So was, like her and Daniel Caesar are amazing. Yeah. Um, and then Boot Up that won best R and B song. Wait, Probably. who did get best rock performance? Rock. 
Yeah. Best rock uh, best rock song was uh, Mass Education by St. Vincent. Rock performance. And then rock super. performance was uh, When Bad Does Good by Chris Cornell. Oh, that's be- best metal performance. Wait, no. wait, what? Okay. How okay. can what it be? Oh, look, Is that, yeah, you're right. Chris Cornell died in like I was looking at 2016. It says best rock performance won by When Bad Does Good, Chris Cornell. Beat 4 or 5 by the Arctic Monkeys. Wait, he literally died um, in like 2016 or 17. He's a singer of Soundgarden. Will someone Google that, please? Yeah. I'm checking. I'll, I'll I'm having a check. What do we got? Uh, it came out. This song came out 2018, apparently. Oh, but then his kids, Chris Cornell's kids, except Frontman's Grammy with a speech. That was apparently oh, is it like a posthumous song? Yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, so it was an unreleased. It was unreleased. So he'd wrote it and then passed away. Right. And his family put the song out after he died, and that one. Okay. Ah. So, regards to the family, because hmm. we joked about it. Didn't mean it in a bad way. We just didn't mm-hmm. realize he died. Um, I want to talk about the one I wa- there was one I really wanted to get to, which is the reason I wanted to talk about this. Um, before oh, we nice. get there, her won the best R&B album her won best R&B album uh, best urban contemporary was won by the Carters project so that's oh, Jay-Z wow. and Beyonce's project won I didn't realise it um, I just did one <laughs> so there's two things so best rap performance was a draw between Bubbling yeah. uh, by Anderson Pack and King's Dead uh, by Kendrick J-Rock James Blake and Future so the la di da di da slob on me now actually won a Grammy I'm really happy uh, J-Rock won a Grammy but they're really? sharing it with, with Anderson Pack. yeah how does it how do, I don't get how they two must, things they, are in the same. They must have an even amount of voters. But then if there's an even amount of voters... On the board, which is really, really weird. <laughs> surely they should then just have... Take all the other three off the board and have those two should be voted for by the committee. Yeah. You'd think. Yeah. Because people would have voted for Cardi B, people would have voted for Drake, people would have yeah. voted for Sicko Mode. Maybe so they then, did that and then got a split. And yeah, but... Yeah. The likelihood of that happening, I feel, would be very low. No, because then they must have an odd number on the board. So yeah, taking surely, those three out and then surely you'd have an odd putting number. those two against each other would make sense. I don't know. It's really bizarre though. But I'm really happy Pac got a Grammy. I'm really happy J-Rock got a Grammy. But yeah, um, and then best rap sung performance went to Childish Gambino for This Is America again. I feel like if it didn't win that, it'd be very bizarre considering it won record of the year and song of the year. Yeah, but does that include music video? That's the thing. <laughs> that yeah, the, the record one does, I think. No, I mean... Oh, no, because it's just rest... This is, but that is anyway... Like, does it include the music video? Because that's... I don't think it's some performance. It's just his performance, so it won't be. Um, But that, again, that's really... I think the song only makes sense with the music video. I don't think it does. I don't think you listen to the song alone. If you listen to the song alone, you'd get the same message. It's in my, um, like... No, but you'd get the same message it's trying to portray. Because that's why it won, was the cultural impact and the message it was trying to give out. Yeah, but you can get a lot of that by just the... Because... Yes, you see him shooting the choir, but you still hear him shoot a choir. You still hear him shoot, for example. Like you still, like all the same messages are conveyed. But the just imagery not to the, that was in the, the imagery, you be- don't the imagery get. makes it better. Yeah, the imagery makes think, it make sense. <laughs> I still think you can get a lot from just watching. I think as a song, it's okay, but the music video is fucking stunning. I would agree. I think it'd been good. Imagine if twenty one saying that Rockstar was nominated and that came out like. August of 2017. I think Pretty Little uh, Fish. It was it was up there because um, Beer Bongs and Bentleys came out this year. Yeah. Um, but if 21 Savage would have won, and then Post Malone, who was wearing a, a free 21 Savage shirt, got yeah. up on and announced, was like, 
yeah so we're gonna work as hard as possible to free 21 Savage because <laughs> uh, like imagine that would have been it's just been crazy that, that would have um, been crazy best rap song so just overall rap song of the year went to God's Plan makes sense makes sense commercial wise but then, makes sense but commercial then, wise but in terms of quality I would have actually given it to probably either so, J-Rock or Eminem yeah so uh, Eminem and Jordan Lucas had the Lucky You song which was about Eminem as a rap you've told me this a million times so I can tell yeah. you this off I've never even listened to the song and I know what yeah, it's about me neither. Yeah. so Eminem's a rapper who's won everything and Jordan Lucas is a rapper who's great and could win everything but's not won a Grammy and he's fine with that and it's talking about why do me and Ben sound the same in your head because <laughs> this is just how I obey <laughs> other people um Sicko Mode should have won. You think? Yeah. Sicko Mode was the biggest song of this year. Apart from Thank You Next. The only well, song. that completely goes against what we're talking about. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not talking about commercial wise. We're talking about in terms of. No, best quality. rap song. That song was everywhere. In terms of, no, but we're quality. talking about quality. quality that's, what we, that's what I mean. If you're talking Lucky quality, you or Win should have won. But if we're talking about commercial, then God's Plan or Sicko Mode. Mm. But I, think, I still think, I think Sicko Mode was more, commercial, more commercially big than God's Plan was. Yeah, but That's what we're saying so, is it's no, not about. So commercial. I don't get, I don't get how they chose it. What I mean, because like, yeah. if you're going just off commercial value, you'd think Sicko Mode did better than God's Plan. But if you're going off quality, you probably wouldn't have picked anyway. So I don't it's get weird how that it's Drake's worked. credited there, but he he wasn't credited on the song. <laughs> on Sicko Mode. Yeah, on the song he's not credited, so he didn't get any. He didn't like win a plaque or anything. Yeah, he got a, a set fee for it, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what I wanted to talk about mainly was the best rap album, which was won by Cardi B, uh, which that was predicted. But I'm quite mad at this because what they did was so they dragged Mac Miller's fucking family. <laughs> they literally paid for Mac Miller's like Mac Miller's parents and his family to come to the Grammys, like so. Then he didn't win. Like they like brought all of his fam all of his family out and mm. had it just thrown in his face. They didn't win, and like they could have just like. I don't know. I find it really disrespectful almost. It was a bit. I mean, are we expecting the Grammys to be respectful or like No, it wasn't. And how else could they have done that's it? What I, mean, I don't know how else they, that's what, that was my thought. But then there's been Literally Grammys. go to him and go, we know who's going to win. <laughs> it, it's not Mac. Come if you want. We'll pay. But I think... Tell well, them cause behind Because like Ariana, Ariana won, right? Ariana won uh, best rap, best, sing, like, best pop album mm. for Sweetener. But she wasn't there because she thought the Grammys were taking the piss. So she came out, she want, the Grammys wanted her to perform and they wanted her to perform three songs of which she didn't want to perform any of them. Yeah. She wanted to do something that was a bit more unknown from her album so then like, um, and had like a, this big mass, like big, this big plan for it and they went, no, you're not, you can't do that. We're not going to let you anywhere near doing any of them. If you want to perform, you've got to do one of these three. So she went, stuff it, I ain't going to show up. And she stayed home all night. Yeah, and the Grammys are fucking leeches. We already know this. I mean, they I always go for the commercial weird. thing. Like, I don't think it matters who wins what. Yeah, no, I, d- I, d- I agree. And we'll get onto that when we talk about Drake's speech. I, I have no interest in speech. Well, I, I, I want to. I'll say one more thing and then go on that because I've got no. I, I was just going to talk about the rap albums there. Same. All of, I think Cardi B's album is the worst album there. So out of the list, mm. you've got you've got Astro World by Travis Scott. Uh, Daytona by Pusha T, Nipsey Hussle's Victory Lap, and then Swing by Mac. Have Miller. you listened to Victory Lap? I think I've had bits of it. Same, right. so, so the exact same as Cardi B's, but like there was no, like, there was no, there's been no motivation for me to go and listen to Invasion of Privacy. Mm. I, I liked Invasion of Privacy, but like I'd agree it's probably worst album out of them. I'd have given it to probably Nipsey Hussle or Pusha T. I'd have gone Mac Miller. With Mac Miller a close third. I think Swing's the one. I, everyone knows it's my favorite album yeah. of last year. So I'm, of course, I'm going to be a little bit biased. I did listen to it, and it's a great album. 
But there's like, there's, I just, I find it a bit weird. I just find the, the Grammys I find weird they, anyway. They were never going to give it to Pusha T or Nipsey Hussle. No. Because it it's street rap. <laughs> and Grammys aren't going to want it. Well, they, might have, they weren't going to get to Daytona just because of what he did with the album cover. Yeah, that. And plus, a lot of it's about him selling crack, and the Grammys obviously aren't gonna respect I mean. that. <laughs> we say that, but then they, but then uh, this is America and bigger song, and it's talking about how America doesn't care about black people. Yeah, but that caused a massive True. cultural. True. Like, yeah, I'm losing the impact. Maybe in a twat. But I would have given it to Pusha T on it also for the rawness, the production, and the lyricism was amazing. Like it, they were just really, really good fucking albums. I agree. They were great. Mm-hmm. But I just wish Matt could have won it. Wait, whoa! Sting and Shaggy's reggae album won. They did. Holy Sting fuck. and Shaggy have a reggae album. Yeah, I, I listened to it. <laughs> I love Sting. Yeah, I, I like Sting, and I don't mind Shaggy. But I saw they had a reggae album. I was like, what? What's so it I listened called? to it. It's forty-four seven six eight eight seven six. There you go. I'm not going to remember that. Bingo. Um, well, I'd just like to mention quickly that uh, the ones we spoke about oh. first times, and we did, in, I think it's in track two, we spoke about the Grammys. Uh, in track two, we wanted, for soundtrack, we wanted Black Panther to win. It did. Ludwig Gardson finally won a Grammy. I'd have been surprised if it didn't. Um, <laughs> uh, and then also, uh, Greatest Showman won for Best Soundtrack. Again, I would have been surprised if it didn't. And Best Visual Media Song was Shallow, again. Uh, also, big up Dave Chappelle for winning Best Comedy Album. What a guy. Oh, I fucking love Dave Chappelle. I like Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle won a Grammy. Have you seen his um, racial draft skit? Oh, I've only seen bad. the two Netflix specials. Have you? Oh, it's like the Dave Chappelle show. A, um, like skits. They're fucking hilarious. They've got one where Wu-Tang Clan set up a finance corporation like <laughs> for insurance. <laughs> the racial draft where a bunch of different races basically just draft celebrities. So like they're like, Oh, who who's who are the white people going to draft? Is it Tiger Woods? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to hear what you think about Drake's uh, speech being cut. Hmm. I think it was a great speech. So what do you I actually, think he so had a people, lot of good people points. That didn't uh, that haven't actually heard it. I uh, like me. I like me. Uh, explain explain the gist. It basically you don't need a Grammy. Grammys aren't important. Is what you were saying. A um, if you make music. And you have a loyal fan base. You're earning your money. You a um, you got fans that will turn up for your show. They'll buy your merch. They'll listen to your album religiously. They'll they they love you. Then you have succeeded. You don't need an award to prove that's not the peak of your career. Early monkeys used to do that all the time. Yeah, like they'd get up and they'd be like, "Are you happy to win the Grammy?" And they'd just be like, "No, don't give a fuck." <laughs> it says, according to the the Guardian of Rowe, uh, Drake made his acceptance speech for the for best rap song for God's Plan. His initial point was that big musical award ceremonies, such as the Grammys, are essentially meaningless because there's a uh, there are weekly music musical award ceremonies voted for by the public called the charts. Uh, <laughs> This is not totally accurate. Um, in awarding Album of the Year to, uh, to Casey Musgraves, uh, which triumphed total, uh, triumphed over successful commercial behemoths such as Beer Bongs and Bentleys and Scorpion, uh, the Grammys provide, uh, performed one of the most genuine mus- uh, functions of a musical award ceremony by shining a spotlight on an artist's brilliant album that has thus received poor commercial success. Uh, but they that, very, very rarely do that's, that. That's the Guardian being fucking up themselves again. <laughs> as journalists um, as middle class fucking champagne socialist journalists they are but give I, um, me a job but 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, it did shine a light on Casey Musgraves' album. It was a very good album, but that doesn't take away from people Drake's have heard point. Of Casey Musgraves anyway. Yeah, they? that take. I've heard Casey um, Musgraves on the radio a bunch of times. It doesn't take away from Drake what he was a, saying. He made another point. Uh, Drake's second point about the Grammys' attitude to artists of color was a bit more difficult to dispute. The last twelve months have seen hip hop continue a commercial domination of music that began in twenty seventeen. Um, if you look at the Grammys Awards to notice. Uh, yeah, you only have to look at the Grammy Awards to realise that hip-hop artists have largely given up on the prospect of seeing themselves uh, properly represented at the ceremony. Jay-Z and Beyonce didn't show up. Childish Gambino was absent. Kendrick Lamar and Drake both turned down invitations to perform. It's It looked suspiciously as if some of the biggest stars in the world were boycotting what was supposed to be the biggest awards ceremony for its field. As well as what? that, Ariel. What? You mean that rappers are sick and tired of the Grammys, being dis- of the Grammys disrespecting them? What? Like, it... it- it just it's weird that people are shocked by this yeah it's weird that anyone still cares I think yeah because I, I I just don't see the point like just fuck the Grammys fuck I see like what person is saying <laughs> I don't usually like this song but it got a Grammy so I listen to it true I think no I think I'm the sort of person I don't really care if an artist, if an artist wins a, if, a win, if it wins an award because it's just like yeah it doesn't necessarily need an award, but then at the same time, if something does win an award, it's sort of like gratification. Like it's almost like recognition that an artist has done well. Like if Mac Miller finally won, like won a Grammy for his last ever project, yeah, that would have yeah. been amazing because like it's a great project. The guys probably deserved one for like My Divine Feminine, but wasn't. Um, but like, it's just almost just like confirming someone that like they are good, and like what they've done is a great piece of art. Which is why I find it so weird that a lot of the time they're not even discussed properly and no one cares about them. It's I wouldn't have talked about or even known that the Grammys were happening if yeah. we hadn't been doing this show, to be <laughs> honest with you. Neither would I. Because <laughs> I missed it anyway, according to Callum. Because of Callum. Yeah, yeah basically. But I mean, like, here's a potential hot take. Do you think, <laughs> do you think awarding it to a um, Cardi B was a political move? As what, it being like the feminism? first female... Rapid. I mean, so you should. Was, the Grammys were like, we've been begging for a good female artist. Fucking Nicki Minaj for the last 10 years. What are you on about? As soon as another one's out, they're like, get her in. Yeah. I mean. I, I, I agree. I think it could, it could be. I think it could be. But I don't. It I mean, it, I I'm you, glad. I'm so. I'm happy for Cardi B. We can't, we can't tear down Cardi B's success. I don't I mean, think she'd care, to be honest. Nah. She, I think and she did be. dedicate her award to Mac Miller. So yeah, she, she did. She was aware of the bullshit. And, like, well done, Cardi B, for winning. For, like... No, she deserves a Grammy. That's it. Yeah. She... I don't think she does. It's a singles rap album. Yeah. It doesn't deserve a no, Grammy. I don't know. I think... I'm not compared, saying she deserves that Grammy. Compared to the rap albums that were there, no. She doesn't but, deserve that Grammy, but she deserves a Grammy. Like, she should have won, she should have won Song of the but Year. That, that's, Why, That's always putting the Grammys on a bigger pedestal than it deserves to I be. I think what she does is I think quite she, generic. She deserves the recognition that she's got. But I wouldn't say. I think saying artists oh, yeah. deserve Grammys you've is taken, like you've taken the cake there, kid. <laughs> it, the Grammys aren't that important. Like if awards aren't the peak of your career, if you're making stuff that is making people happy, making yourself happy, then you fucking succeeded exactly. already. Which is exactly what Drake was saying. And obviously the Grammys cut him off. They said, "Oh, yeah, we did, we thought he was finished." Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> they cut him off because they're like, "Oh no, a rapper." Yeah. A black oh no, a rapper yeah, yeah. with an opinion. Oh yeah. no, we can't let that happen, can we? It's not like it's one of the most, <laughs> like, expression. Oh, fuck the. Like, that's going to be the title of this fucking track. Fuck the Grammys. Fuck ICE. Shall we call it that? Sure. 
We'll put asterisks in. It can go everywhere. Just quotation marks, Callum. <laughs> Interesting title. Shall we do our Desert Island disc? Yes. Yeah. The, the, before so, I get too uh, fucking heated, he Callum mad. dies. Right. So to begin with, to begin the podcast, well, the begin, uh, begin the second segment, I mentioned how... Um, so I wanted to talk about uh, so me and Callum for our journalism me and Callum me and Ben you're not a journalist you I could have been <laughs> you could have been but you're not could have been but the uh, fucking guy who was in charge of the course told me that I wasn't going to be what Who? I wanted to be I don't know it was I um, when I went on the open day <laughs> it, it was I th- it was like an old looking guy Martin and I don't know Martin Martin and Martin I was like was he was like oh so what do you want to do with journalism I was like oh I kind of want to get into like, investigative journalism I don't fucking know, I can't remember. Investigative. Investigative journal- journalism, I kind of want to, you know, a, um, after uni, kind of want to do like, you know, Louis Thru style documentary. He's like, yeah, that's probably never going to happen. I was like, all right then. I don't know who you spoke to. All our, <laughs> all our lecturers are sweethearts. I was yeah. like, all right then, I'm going to, yeah, take well, my they, stuff. Well, they let me on the, co- I had an interview for the course and they let me on even though I don't have the right grades. And now I'm oh no, they would have let me on. In first. <laughs> they, they were like, yeah, we'll let you on, we'll, you can do it. And then he's, you said that and I was like, oh bullshit, fuck you. Oh. I'll get I'll get my degree, staple it to your fucking forehead. And I uh <laughs> You're, you're so th- angry today. You're throwing, <laughs> you're throwing shots. I've not eaten. <laughs> Glad to put the uh, explicit logo on this one, aren't we, boys? <laughs> Mental advisory logo. Oh my life. Quick before the Grammys cut me off. <laughs> before I cut you off, don't you mean? Bloody hell. <laughs> no, as I was saying, me and Ben did our uh, radio project on uh, one as I did mine was if you could listen to one artist for the rest of your life who would it be and yours was one album you, you could listen to yes, you asked me and I was. gave you an answer in this very building you did it was a very nice day and um, that album was Blue Faces upcoming record yes <laughs> Avatar 3 <laughs> um, no so I wanted to discuss with everyone if you could listen to so I wanted to do Desert Island Discs but I didn't the way they do the actual show is bizarre because they pick eight songs and then a book and then something out like no, we're doing five records. And you so start five, listening to that. Ella recommended it to me. Five actual albums is what we're going to do. Mm. So I'm going to start this off because I want to hear... I feel like a lot of them are going to be... Ob- I think like two of them are going to be obvious to you three. The rest of them may not be. So mm. start I said off, you three. Where's this? Third you three? I don't know. I saw, <laughs> I saw someone outside and I said three and I was like, you're not even in the studio. You didn't want to say you two because you know I'd make a Bono joke. I should have said you too. Oh my god! Shout out Bono on XXX on. Damn. Wait, does that take up? I've got an iPhone. Does that take up one of my albums? Since I can't fucking get rid of it. Still, <laughs> I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> so I say, is it still on there? <laughs> I've not checked iTunes. Okay. I've got Spotify now. Okay, so my five albums are. First of all, you already can probably guess it. I'll give you both one guess. To pimp a butterfly. What a surprise! It is, uh, in my opinion, the best, maybe the best album ever made. It's up there for me. Personally. I'd say it's one of the most important albums ever made. It, yeah. I, I'd, I'd say it's one, probably one of the best rap albums ever made. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, well, the thing is, I'm not talking just about rap. I'm just talking about in general. Yeah, in general. Like, yeah, in general. I'd say. Um, I'd agree. And if I couldn't listen to it again, I'd be very sad. Um. So it's going with me. It's me, me little desert island called oh. um, Blue Facia. <laughs> oh wait, coming. Wait, speaking of th- fucking Thotiana, a uh, Nicki Minaj had a remix called Barbiana. Of course she did. It was fucking awful. Well, it's Nicki Minaj. What do you expect? That's fair. Um, back to my discs. So yeah, that's Pimper Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. If you've not heard about it, stamp on your face. Um, it is insane. If you can do that. 
If you can. So if you can do that, you're very flexible. If you can stamp on your own face, you can come to the studio and we'll have a chat. If you some. can stamp on your own face, you could probably suck your own dick. <laughs> and then why are you doing anything except sucking your own dick? <laughs> oh my Apparently, God. Apparently, oh, I don't oh know what God. I was watching. But it was Where like, are you taking this? Oh wait, was it the pub quiz? It was, it was the pub quiz the other day. Apparently you've got just one extra vertebrae in your spine that just stop, that, that prevents you from being able to suck your own dick. What a knobhead. okay now stop talking that's the next stage of evolution about dicks i want to talk about bangers you could have said discs you could have said said discs oh damn it do i uh (laughs) six times stop smacking the table (laughs) stupid stupid i'm gonna Um, james so yeah so tim butterfly by kendrick lamar uh in my opinion the best rap album maybe ever made Especially the last the last eight years or so. The reason I've said eight specifically because album number guess. two, my beautiful doctors in fantasy. What a shock! <laughs> um, this genuinely was close between three Kanye projects, and I nearly put um, I nearly put Life of Pablo over it because it was the fir- like I'd always listened to Kanye albums a lot, but Life of Pablo was the first album where I was fully like invested in everything. Like, I watched the live stream when the album was dropped um, in Madison Square Garden. Like, I was with every single bit of the, the release and the launch. And I listened to it for, like, the next three months straight. And I could probably, like, sing any song hmm. right now off the top of my head, for example. I couldn't do that with every single Kanye project. With Life of Pablo, I can. Um, but Dark Twist, Dark, uh, Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is just better. It's just better. It is better. probably sonically Kanye's best album. Yeah. I think the only thing that could probably beat it would be maybe late registration uh, yeah probably because I think college dropout is good but I feel like sonically it's bested it's better it's less than it's bested by yeah, so late registration but um, and then I, I, graduation's better graduation. I don't think graduation's a f- I don't think it's like it doesn't feel like a succinct album to me really I don't know why it's always just struck me as a mm. like I feel like hard I feel like I think that's Kanye it has peak. his best songs on but yeah. I feel like as a collective, I don't appreciate it in the same way. Peak confidence, but not arrogant, Kanye. And I agree. also, it's probably my favorite Kanye album. Anyway, carry on. Um, but no, I just think uh, my beautiful doctor Stefan this is amazing. Runaway is probably one of my favorite rap songs of all time. It's literally just insane. That just I think minimalistic I piano. I think I may have like I'm, I listen. You to do it. cry at everything. Though. I cry a lot. Thanks, Gabs. He mm-hmm. cried before we started this. <laughs> I cried on walking down. Just... He's crying now. Cry when he saw your face. <laughs> <laughs> then I saw your face. No, I'm a believer. Oh, we both have different songs there. Yeah. Um, no, I think so. I listened to. It, I hadn't listened to it for like a year or two, and I listened to it on the way home. Uh, I was driving home. I said I was driving home. Gabrielle's mum was driving us home from Wales. Fuck it. Oh no, no. And uh, you tried. Um, Gabrielle fell asleep because, of course, she had. Love you, hun. Uh, and so I had my headphones in, just chilling. Uh, and I listened to it and just started weeping <laughs> because I'm a mess. Um, as I'm well, going to have to listen to my beautiful doctor with the fantasy now again. You are. I'm going to have to go home and just because so, that would just be on my rotation for like months. Uh, yeah. Uh, number three, I've got a Royal Blood's at first really? album, debut album. Their, their self-titled album, Royal Blood. Um, I wanted a rock album on here. I wanted something a bit different. Because I, I, I could have very easily had it all rap. 
but then you can get a bit bored of what you listen to. Like right now, I probably listen to like three albums on repeat old, which are rap. Mm. But in like a week's time, I'll probably want to switch one of them out. So I went for I went for five albums of which three of them are based around rap, and then two of them aren't. So I thought I wanted something rap, uh, I wanted something rock related. But I couldn't think of a full a full project by one band I wanted to go for. Uh, in terms of full projects, it's like my most enjoyable like rock. Uh, record to listen to cover to cover unless I was going to go for like a greatest hits record which I didn't really feel like I could oh well I have because well, you're you're hard as nails <laughs> yeah so I am <laughs> to be fair but you go for whatever you want um, and then I went for Nero's Welcome Reality absolute throwing you for six now haven't I boys um, I've never heard of that so Nero uh, sort of like electric like electronic dance music yeah, they're very much EDM, now I think about it. Um, <laughs> He's throwing a fucking rave on this island. Yeah, <laughs> genuinely. Like, I could bop. It's like almost like dubstep, but not dubstep. It's like that fine line between dubstep and EDM. Like, when, like, Skrillex was the coolest thing in the world. Was he? Oh, shit, yeah, he was, I forgot he was hot. Remember when he did the song with uh, Damien Marley for Far Cry? What was it called? I don't remember. I might remember, I but I don't know where it goes. It was, a, it was when you were burning the weed, weed fields with a... The yes. Oh, yeah. Flamethrower. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do know. That was a fucking... Um, no, so basically, there's Make a record... There's a, that's the one. <laughs> there's a record shop in Leicester called Rockaboom. And uh, they mainly sell, like, se- like secondhand stuff. That's, that's, I like that name. There, there's a vinyl place, vinyl store in Manchester called Vinyl Resting Place. Carry <laughs> <laughs> um, there's this really cool record shop in Leicester called Rockaboom, um, and they sell rec- they sell records and CDs and stuff. And I was like, I spotted it one day because um, it's on it was on the outskirts of, t- of like Leicester City Centre originally. So I was got off the bus and I was walking down. And the way you'd walk it was on the way towards the main like high cross. So I went in one day and I was just looking for something that was a bit different. So I went for Dead Mouse, one of their. This was this was twelve year old me. Yeah, I went for a Dead Mouse album. It was like an it was like I think it was an LP. Um, it was the one with the blue glowing cover I've done its name it was alright it was one of Dead Mouse's better projects Dead that's Mouse. not really saying much then again it is not saying much and then I picked up this Nero album because I had a really cool like um, like futuristic album cover like, I think it's, it's quite spacey it just looks kind of like space I think they've used the night sky in the cover and I thought it looked cool so I bought it because I had like a spare fiver on me um, and I just listened to it you know, this, I got home and I was playing I was playing something I was playing some sort of game, um, and I put it on on my brother's my brother's uh, CD system, which I shouldn't have been listening to. It wasn't mine, <laughs> but he had a, he had one of those like cool iPod docks that had a CD player on it as well, and like, yeah. six speakers. And I was like, jam into this. So I put it on, and then for like about three months straight, it was the only thing I'd listen to, <laughs> and I got fully into it. And I was like, I every song on it is banger. You probably know some of them, um, but I think it's great. And then my final album. I feel like this is the one you're going to be annoyed at. Me. That you may have not put on your list, Callum. Go on then. I've put the complete Hamilton soundtrack on my list. I, no, I was con- contemplating that. I was contemplating because that, but I thought, nah. <laughs> it has a story to it, and I might get a bit bored one day on me on on Blue Facia. <laughs> so I might get a bit bored on that. might there, want to so. start you on Civilization, so you know, you uh, take... Learn about the revolution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Learn how to conquer people. Learn to keep keep your land yourself. <laughs> Learn how to die in a gunfight because there'll be so many guns on on Blueface here. Yeah. Obviously, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need protection. 
But I thought it'd be, I thought it'd be interesting to have something, something more story based. Yeah. It's a nice two, it's like nearly three hours long. So I won't get bored for three hours. I can just chill on having a, I'll have a nicer, <laughs> I can just sit there on a sunbed <laughs> on Blue Facia. Blue Facia. Listening to that. But that's my five discs. You look very so, confused. No, I'm just, who's next? <laughs> uh, you, do you want to go next? All right then. So I, um, I, I could have very, stop dabbing. <laughs> I'm annoyed enough as it is already. Now, I, um, I could have gone for like just 90s rap albums. I'm surprised I was like, you didn't. Yeah, I was going to like, oh, I was thinking like, you know, just doing pure 90s rap. But I was like, you know what? I'll go for something different. So my first one is Unknown Pleasures by Joy Division. Yes. Absolutely phenomenal album. Yes. I came around his flat the other day. I'm always listening to Unknown Pleasures. I love that record. It's a great album. It's amazing. I actually um, watched Control the other day. You know, I've never seen it. Oh, it's a great film. I have to show it you. <laughs> my um, mate Millie got it me for my birthday. And she was like, yeah, we'll watch it. It's been, it took like three months for us to actually get around to it. I didn't know you it. liked Joy Division, man. That's so cool. Oh, they're so good. What's your um, favourite track on that record? Fuck, give me a minute. <laughs> Do you know what? Give me a minute. That, it's time, the one with the no, with those sound yeah, waves on it. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's what AM Vin Staples Summertime 06 album cover is based off. Every time I hear the word Joy Division, I think of that stupid song. Let's dance to Joy Division. I quite like it that is, song. It's not stupid, but it's just... The only, every time I hear the word what? Joy Division, that's all that plays. Like, Why is the In the back fucking... of my head, just that. Yeah. That and Lead Mill. <laughs> I've seen them live. It's a Wombats, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. The, it is right. Wombats. Go on Spotify and type in Unknown Pleasures because of fucking Wi-Fi. But I'll just... Oh un- unknown Pleasures, fucking phenomenal album. Yeah. Groundbreaking. A, um, plus the film Control. You, you'll you really like it, Ben. I, I'll have to watch it, mate. A, um, I could lend it you, actually. Please do. Oh, just come round and watch it. Yeah, we'll yeah. just... <laughs> Outrageous. Yeah, just... Uh, Disorder's my favourite looking at it there you go there's the track list yeah Disorder for me Disorder or She's Lost Control mm. to like just the entire album is good though yeah like, hey, um, the next one is Humbug by the Arctic Monkeys oh you're picking some brilliant ones are you <laughs> hey, uh, Humbug my favourite Arctic Monkeys album one yeah. that is that and a few other albums do define like my like childhood me too Humbug's so, my Humbug favourite as well is there um, next one I had to pimp a butterfly crossed off because I was like he'll pick that yeah a, um, the one after that I had Revo- Revolutionary Volume 2 by Immortal Technique a um, heavy heavy political album with a lot of heavy themes I could have done for a, a Volume 1 which is they're, they're just as good as each other but then I crossed that off because I uh, decided to replace it with All Eyes On Me by Tupac a very it's a long album but a phenomenal an amazing album that he uh, dropped before he died it was between that and me against the world for Tupac or until the end of time actually like I, um, I, I was like I have to have some pack on there because I always always go back to Tupac next he one does, he really does I really do and I will until I die right so next one is 36 Chambers by Wu-Tang Clan Wow, you've really got all that, haven't you? <laughs> I was like, all out. Out. nice. So, a, a um, thirty six chambers with humbug kind of does like that. They say thirty six chambers probably defines like my teenage years, 
when I discovered them because through them, obviously, I found all the individual members, all their individual stuff, which is why I was like, which is why I didn't include like Supreme Clientele or Fish Scale or Iron Man from Ghostface, only built for Cuban Links from Raquan or like Tikal from a uh, Method Man because I was like, I can just put a Wu Tang album on there and I just have all of it. Um, and the next one, which I feel like you're gonna kick yourself for not choosing, or something along the same lines. Rapper's Delight by the Ministry of Sound. A compilation oh, album. Oh, shit. Of I nearly got all <laughs> rap I songs. Nearly. I nearly. So they have like NWA, Jay-Z, Biggie, 50 that, Cent, all the way to like no, J. Do, Cole. Does, does it have the song Rapper's Delight by the Sugar Hill Gang? Yes, they do. It, does it, which version is it? It just says Rapper's Delight, Sugar Hill Gang. <laughs> it's going to be the three minute version, isn't it? Probably. I know every single word to the 15 minute version of the song. <laughs> and I request- Were you crying during this by any chance? <laughs> Four times. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long song, it's 15 minutes. It's they not- talk about shooting someone and he just, he just had enough. No, um, <laughs> I, I won a free shirt at Lead Mill for picking that song. Really? I have a shirt with the Lead Mill logo on the chest because uh, <laughs> it was at one of the nights I went to, I think it was, it was the birthday party version of Gaga yeah. I went to. And they had a thing where you could tweet them with a song recommendation uh, of any song from any gen- any genre at any time. And they said they'll pick the best two and play them and give you a free t-shirt because it was their birthday. So I picked I picked Rapper's Delight because I'm not stupid. It's flipping incredible. And I'm like, fair play, mate. We'll give you a t-shirt. <laughs> so I've now got a Lead Mill shirt because of that song. And I know all 15 minutes of it. Oh, wow. But then I'd gone home by the time they played it, so... <laughs> they sent me. They sent, he went there for the shirt. <laughs> they sent no. They sent me a DM, and they were like, they, well, "I sent them a DM saying play this song." Um, or I think no, you had to actually tweet them. And then they sent me a DM saying, "Oh, congratulations! You've won a shirt. Come and collect it uh, before the night ends." I'd already gone home because I, it, like it was the night of the Sheffield derby, so there was tons of Sheffield United and Sheffield oh, Wednesday right. fans in Leadmill, yeah, who were just crashing around everywhere. So it wasn't even one o'clock, and I was having, I was stressing. <laughs> So I just went, I was just like, I'm not having this, I'm going. But and they sent, me a, they sent me a message at 10 past one and I left at one o'clock to go Mackey's. Uh, did, you get, did you go back and get the shirt? I didn't realise I was in my flat and I was like, I've just climbed up four flights of stairs, I ain't going back down. And so you didn't I'm, get the shirt? No, 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 no. I then had to go to their office. I had to go to Leadmill's office like a week later and get it. Oh. But they were like, oh, can you come back to another event and then show us on the night and we'll get it. And I was like, uh, and then I didn't worry, I couldn't be bothered to go back to another event. And I text, I, meant, I messaged them on the day, I'm like, um, I'm going to be coming past Lebanon about 20 minutes. Can I come and get my t-shirt? And they're like, fine. Because uh, they wanted me to pay entry to another get, another event. Huh. Yeah. Cheeky bastards. But now I didn't. <laughs> and you got a free shirt. And I got That a free you probably shirt. don't wear. I did. I wore it the other day. This week. Really? I wore oh. it on Monday. Oh. I wore it on Monday, but you two aren't here, are you? Well, come out to Lebanon tomorrow then. You got no yeah. excuse now. Yeah. But yeah, it just has songs like, you know, you got some like NWA, Jay-Z, has like DMX on there. I saw like DMX and shit and like LL Cool J. I was like, you may as well have like, it's three discs of just I think rap. I've got it on CD. Yeah, same. So it's just three discs of just rap. So I was like, instead of trying to choose individual albums, I may as well just choose this <laughs> and have like all my favorite like artists. It's even got ASAP Rocky on there. What ASAP Rocky song? Goldie. Ooh. It's a good song. Yeah, not bad. Like Shook Ones by Mob Deep, uh, Bring the Pain, Method Man, a fucking Workout by J. Cole and Kanye West. And Kanye had a remix of that? Apparently. What in the hell? And Yonkers by Tyler Creator. Just, just loads of 
different types of like grinding by clips so i was like you know what just choose the three disc fucking <laughs> compilation album instead of sitting here stressing wow um so they're my five choices uh and okay they got, got benny dodd Benny, so Dodd. Benny Dodd. The first one I've picked is a compilation record. Uh, it's The World Won't Listen, which is a compilation of Smith's songs. Oh. It's mainly like deeper cuts. So it looks like you're the one that wants to cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> but um, So it's not got Charming Man or, any, or most of their big singles aren't on it. But it's got nearly every one of my favourite Smith's songs, except Sweet and Tender Hooligan. Uh and it's just an amazing record. It's, I think it's like the second Smiths one I got on vinyl, um, ahead of most of their actual LPs because there's some shit on some of their LPs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, it, it's a class record. Second one I've got is Nevermind because Ooh. most of everything else I've picked is quite um, downbeat and soft, and I decided if I need to build a raft or something to get off this island I need something to pump me up so I thought a bit of Nirvana would do yeah I was uh, tempted to go for it in utero I prefer Nevermind really I prefer yeah. utero but I think it's because it's got my favourite Nirvana song on it what which one Heart Shaped Box yeah hmm I've not listened to enough Nirvana to have a favourite song to be fair there's you look mad you just look I, you, I, yeah I'm angry you gave me the eyes and went down to the paper like. I had about two years of my life where I didn't listen to anything except my <laughs> I was that guy I had that but for Kanye so I mean it's understandable I had that but for Take That <laughs> <laughs> that was my first gig I ever went to went there with, with my mum yeah with my mum Robbie you just come back <laughs> was oh, that one? well yeah fair enough I'd go then <laughs> do you want to hear do you want to hear a hot take go on I'm going to quickly interrupt you. It'll Go for it. Robbie Williams is fucking shit. That's not a hot That's take. not I'm a hot agreeing. take. <laughs> I love Robbie Williams. He's got the worst voice out of the whole band. The band are nothing. Well, the band are useless anyway. Yeah. Leave Robbie Williams alone. Techno, they've got some, I'm not denying they've got some bangers. I'm not denying Robbie's that. got some bangers but on his own, know, mate. Yeah. Do, but not, like, not also you. Robbie's Angels. Not you. Do you... That finger was you very ben, close. Do <laughs> you, Ben, know the other two members' names other than Gary Barlow? No. Do you? Jason Orange. And there's another one. <laughs> In fact, wait, there's five of them. There's only three of them now, isn't there? Only three now, yeah. But there's Jason Orange and there's another one. There's some, that's what I mean. No, one, Jason Orange no one cares apart from about Gary or Robbie Williams. No one yeah. cares. And onwards I go with mine. Please get back on yeah, because I'll lose mine to the words. Uh, Will won't listen, never mind. Third one is Man on the Moon by Kid Cudi. Oh, which I've picked. Oh, that's My. a great Thanks, album. Everyone. Thank you. I Day picked it <laughs> for mainly the <laughs> same reason true. why Adam picked uh, Royal Blood. Because everything else I've got is rock or soft rock or some variation on that. And You couldn't have picked a better project. I know. That's a it's great album. My favourite rap album ever. I love Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi's great. Um, and that's definitely his best work. I'd agree. Um, Passion, Pain and Demon Slaying <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Right so now I'm going to be on My Beautiful Doctor's Fantasy And Man on the Moon now tonight Cheers Genuinely listen to listen to that project I just said It's actually great Which My one? fourth one is I Love Slane. You Honey Bear By Father John Misty 
Is that the one that you recommended from this year? Or is that the other one? No, the it's it's from like 2015. Oh, okay. It's my favourite uh, record he's ever done. Uh, I just think it's amazing. Um, it's... He... Because he's a dead cynical guy and it's a love record for his wife. But at the same time, he's like dismantling like how he knows everything's just bollocks. And <laughs> it's kind of... The end song kind of ties it all together, like why he's with her, but um, you can see how conflicted he is because he knows that um, marriage can be hard and all that stuff, and oh, it's just a class record. And my final one is Strange Trails by Lord Huron, and it's it's the longest uh, record, and I think it's the best because uh, they always have like a story or a theme that ties it together. And it, on the last one, which was Vide Noir, I thought it was a bit too blatant, but it took me like 10 listens through of Strange Trails for me to get it because it's told through the point of view of like five or six different characters, some of whom are dead, and uh, it's, oh, it's just sick. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's so good, mate. It's, um, it's kind of like, it's country psychedelic uh, quite a bit. And then it's got some indie and folky elements as well. They're one of my favourite current bands ever. They're, they're amazing. And that's that's my five. We've actually had all a solid five. I don't think anyone's had a bad five, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> Man of the Moon took me for, like... That took, that took me <laughs> for a ring of that. I was like, <laughs> That's genuinely really thrown what? me. <laughs> I forgot that existed. <laughs> I'm listening to that, like, year one of college. Yeah. It, oh, is, it's um, just a sick record. Is, is um... Is it happiness in that one as well? Yeah. Banger of a song. The uh, Man on the Moon 2 is pretty good. Mr. Yes. Rager is one of my favourite right. rap songs. I want both of you two to listen to something because, so in 20, I think it's 2016, Cuddy put out an album called Passion, Pain, Demon Slaying. Is it the one that got a zero from No, Fantana? not that one. Was that something to do with Speeding Bullet or that's, something? Like that? Yeah, Speeding Bullet to the Heart, I think it's called. Apparently that one's awful. Yeah, it's not that one. Um, it's got basically look for the album cover that's got Kitty that's Cuddy completely in pink. I probably right. know some of the scenes. His body well. looks like that, so you can see um, Kid Cuddy is. I thought you meant he was dressed completely in pink. pink. No, no, no. His body like they've made his skin tone pink. Ben, have a look at that. It's that <laughs> one. Oh yeah, right. yeah. There's some absolute bangers on that. There's two songs with with Andre Three Thousand on it. Um, there's a song with Travis Scott. There's a song with Pharrell. Uh, there's two songs with Pharrell. There's a song with um, Willow Smith as well. Mm. Good old Will's daughter. I don't remember when Willow Smith was a thing? But um, no, I think it's a great project. I think it's one of his best, and I think you should listen to it. But um, apart from that, there's one. There's one more thing we've got to talk about today before we're done. Before what? we sign off, we wanted to talk about some new artists or oh, newer yeah. artists or new music. Um, and I basically wanted to use this because I wanted to use this as a little. Oh segment. shit! Yeah, what is it? Uh, you're seeing. I'm seeing someone tonight. Oh Not yeah. Not a date. That's only oh, that's no. reserved for Gabrielle for tomorrow. Mark Ribeye. No. <sighs> Mark Ribbit. <laughs> Mark Ribbit. Okay, it's a guy. For Mark those, Chick-fil-A. For those, for those who don't know. <laughs> you've broken Ben. Look at him. <laughs> right, there's a there's a musical producer, comedian, freestyler, genius wizard man called Mark Rebier. Um spelled M-A-R-C-R-E-B-I-L-L-E-T. For those, it's spelled very it's spelled French. Uh, he basically produces. It's spelt French. It's spelt French. <laughs> the man is actually half French, so it, it, it would be spelt that way. 
Um, now he produces songs uh, and comedy skit, uh, skits just with a Mac, a keyboard that's linked to a, a like an audio library. It's a MIDI keyboard. That's the one. And a loop machine. And I've listened a, to much, too, too much gangster rap. I thought you meant like a Mac 11. I was like, what? No, a MacBook. <laughs> as in a Mac laptop. Mac and cheese. Yes. Um, so yeah, he does all of this with just, he makes like literal complete songs. He's made two albums or two like LPs that are just like his best songs he's done, he's made live, but done in a studio. And he's just hilarious. Like he's a mixture of like really good rap beats and then he's got a few love songs. Yeah, I mean, you put him on before, got, it was amazing. He's got some, yeah, he's, he's got cool. loads of funny comedy sketches. But um, there's a guy, so I, he's performing tonight in Sheffield. Now I emailed at the beginning of January, the, uh, the place he's performing, the Harley, to see if I could get in there and get a ticket for us, us three to try and get in and, and talk about him and maybe even talk to Mark himself. Uh, they didn't reply. <laughs> and then last night, so yesterday I put in the, uh, in the Facebook event page for it. I was just put a message, has anyone got any tickets left? I want to cover it uh, for, my, for my website, which you can check out at steelstudents.co.uk if you've not checked this out before. Um, shameless plug. Shameless plug, <laughs> I don't care. And then a guy called Con- uh, Connell who works there sent me a message saying, how, uh, what, how would you be covering the gig, what for? And I got, in, I got in, a giant tarpaulin. Yeah. <laughs> and I started talking to him. Uh, I started talking to him, and he was like, "Oh, to be fair, it sounds like a really cool thing you're doing. We probably we can probably squeeze one more guy in there if you want." So yeah. I've got a ticket to go tonight uh, to go and see Mark Grevier, and I'm writing an article about it, which will be out this week. Mm. So That's I'm very so interested. Cool. I'm doing something very similar with Sleeper Mods at Plug pretty soon. Oh shit! Yeah, when you're is going that? to the Plug thing, aren't you? March 14th or March 7th? Next month. Something, something March like that. March 14th, it's a month tomorrow. Yeah. I'm seeing Mick Foley next month. If anyone remembers oh, Mick Foley, yeah. the, uh, the, the wrestling mankind. genius that is. <laughs> and I'm going to cry because my friend's paid for me to go and see him. Oh. I've got to pay him back, but he has paid under quid for me to I go and like see him. I feel like I'm seeing someone ne- next month. And I'm going to cry because <laughs> he's been my, probably will cry this time for oh, real shit. reasons. Wait, yeah, that's it. A um, mouse outfit in Sheffield next month. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, who are you going go with? I was going to say if you just want to go. I'll go with you, mate. Yeah, all go. Yeah. I've already seen them live and they were amazing. So. I'll go with you. Guess what? The this, will, this will annoy you, Callum. Go on. I'm seeing Hamilton again next month. Oh yeah, you said again. Fuck you, bitch. But no, that's. But I'm seeing Rutan in May, and Public Enemy. I'm seeing Alfie and De La Soul. Who? How do you how, get out? Really? No, I didn't even hear what you said. Alfie Bow, the guy who uh, he is in Les Mis. He's been in loads of stuff. He's great. Singer. Oh right, yeah, I heard you again. Going and, with him with Gabriel. But no, that was, I just wanted to talk about Mark Rebier because mm. I'm really excited for tonight and I'm excited. I'm really happy that the Harley let me in. So shout out to the Harley, the squad. Mm. They've hooked me up. Since we're doing that new people thing. Yes, we are. Uh, I want to talk a bit about uh, a guy called Corey Lott, who I showed you both before. Found him on YouTube doing like meme kind of. <laughs> he started start off doing meme covers of stuff. He was sick. <laughs> He's really cool, isn't he? Uh, he, cool. he's more of that math rock kind of guitar you can't you can't really see it in the he does look like you'd call you racial slurs on xbox Live. but he was, he's a nice guy leave, yeah leave he, the he guy he, i'm sure he is he's just got greasy hair um but yeah uh as well as the the daft stuff he does he's got a full band together now um and they're called nulbury and he he uh he plays some really cool kind of math rock riffs uh and he's a really good singer as well uh but yeah he's got a band together uh and you should all check him out 
on Spotify or YouTube. Uh, Noel Berry, again. Um, their best songs are like Mausoleum, I'd say. And have a look, everybody. I think I will do. And you've got well, one as well, haven't you, Callum? Yeah, I've got to try fucking pronounce this now. Um, Toby Nwigne? Nwigne? Nwigne. That was it. Tobe Nwigne. That could have gone horribly wrong. I thought, you, I thought you were about to say something that's about to get... You <laughs> should just cut out. No, to, I, Toby Nwingne. Nwingne. Oh, Nwingne. Yeah. He, Adam's not even listening to him, but he can pronounce it better than me. Toby Nwingne. Oh, okay. <laughs> Stop saying okay. his name. N- N- Toby. W-I-G-N-E. Nwingne. <laughs> no, you've said it completely. Nwingne. Pingu. Me. <laughs> What the fuck was that? That was a pingu. No, I'm trying to think. Noot, noot. <laughs> I'm thinking, I swear someone in things just talk like meh, meh in pingu. One oh. of the side characters. Not pingu, though. Anyway, <laughs> get back on to Toby. Right, so to- Toby. Uh, <laughs> Toby Pingu, apparently. Uh, he's a rapper. I actually discovered him from, because I followed Sean C on uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. And he just put a screenshot of a song and he was like, everyone should. But this was like, fuck it, yeah. I've exhausted unknown pleasures for now. <laughs> <laughs> so I um, put it on and I fucking loved it. It's got a sexy ass cover art. It's called The Originals. I fully recommend it. And I, um, yeah, I, I think it came out last year as well. I, um, but it's a really, really cool album. And yeah, I just recommend it. And my Spotify's not working, so I can't even bring it up. But Neither's mine. Fuck Spotify. Fuck Spotify. Fuck Grammys. No. Fuck ICE. No. no. <laughs> we're losing. Don't so we can end Spotify. it on that. Because we're now on Spotify. You're probably oh, listening yeah. to us here now, aren't you? We love Spotify. Thanks, guys. <laughs> we just love it. Yeah, after um, that fucking travesty of trying to pronounce that guy's name. But yeah, I uh, recommend him. I'll try pronounce his name and. <laughs> try one more time. Toby. Oh, I couldn't no. say that. Yeah. Either. <laughs> Nwinge Toby Nwinge There you yes! go there Toby Nwinge What a way to end the show Toby Wingle Toby Pingu <laughs> Change your name sir so, <laughs> Toby Pingu Mark Ribeye And a uh, Nurbury I can't think of one on the spot To be honest Newt Newtbury <laughs> Stop <laughs> <laughs> on that note, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> why is Ariana Grande up? I, I don't even. This man's Spotify is just loaded to Ariana Grande. Yeah, I don't know why. Un- it's unknown pleasures. Ariana Grande, Daytona. How? Thank you. Next. Next week, we will see you. And we'll be back. And it will be me more. hosting. And I think the uh, idea is I'm gonna we're gonna do a rap hip hop. Spec- specified Special podcast oh, no no to educate Ben a bit because <laughs> I feel like we've confused Ben a bit with the amount we say I just sit here and you say words sometimes but well that'll be that'll be half of it and then the next the second half will be music conspiracy theories oh that bit sounds fun <laughs> I think that's the idea for next week there's a lot if I can get that planned and if I don't procrastinate I'll make sure it doesn't but we'll try and get that up for next week at some point. And mm. that is that. That is the Vox. All wrapped up. Fuck the Grammys. Fuck ICE. And fuck Donald Trump.
No one wants to hear it. No one wants to see it. Fuck Donald Trump. 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 Fuck Donald Trump.